Warning, the following program contains some language which may be offensive to some listeners and or inappropriate for children. The content within this program is intended for mature audience only. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on the Fourth Kind Podcast. <laughs> Man, I should have brought some like pork rinds or something. <laughs> I have to bug it comfortable about. Hey, um, well, because I remember we played Risk a lot. Wink, wink. Da, da, da. <laughs> Back to the fourth kind podcast. I'm joined today uh, by the host of this show, Jesus, uh, and we are talking about Rodriguez. Rodriguez, like I'm Spaniard, incognitus. Incognitus. Uh, we're just we're just reliving some old stories, telling some tall tales. Uh, you know, I I, I while well, I got you here, I wanted to kind of ask you how uh, how it is that you got involved with. Uh, with the fellas over on Dwayne Street. Uh, Farm Drive. Okay. It would have to be Farm Drive. Uh, I went to Gunderson High School. I met Danny. I met Jonathan. I've known Miguel since I was like in elementary. Shout out to Miguel. He's engaged now. Shout, shout, out to, shout out to Miguel. Angie okay. locked him up. She put the cuffs on him. You know, she uh, tied down the uh, salsa instructor slash minor league San Jose Giants pitcher. Yeah, <laughs> she locked him up. You, 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 got, you got yourself a good one, Angie. But yeah, that's how we have to be. Hold on, hold on. We have a call online. We have oh, a call oh, online. We have a caller. We have a caller. Let's let's get the caller in. Hello, hello, uh, caller. Please uh, state your business. Welcome to the fourth uh, kind. Po- welcome to the fourth kind podcast. Thank you for calling. Is this the fourth kind podcast? This is the fourth kind podcast. You're on the air. The one and only. Oh man, I'm a long time. Uh, Listener, first time caller. That's what, that's what we like to hear. We're glad you called in. <laughs> uh, that's Jaime's uh, phone going off. Jaime's hey, okay, uh, okay, 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 alright. Ruben. Uh, Patsikanistan is here, by the way. Oh my goodness, bro. In the flesh? In the flesh, bro. Yeah. Hey, he's gonna go to sleep, though. That was just his alarm. <laughs> just his alarm. Do you want us to, hey, uh, Patsikanistan, you want us to turn off the lights? We'll put on the. We'll, <laughs> no, we're okay. gonna we're gonna put on the, <laughs> we're gonna put on the nightlight. It's about to glow. Okay, yeah. hey Ru- Ruben B. Okay, here's what I wanted to ask you, as a, as a hey, because you know you're a little you're a young guy, you're a young fellow, you know, living your life, being about that, doing the thing. He said his first uh, story was I when my bike got stolen. I understand that, but I want to know, like, just in, just in general, what hey, when you when you came to the apartment, what did what. Why did you why did you come or what was it that you wanted to be there or how is it that you like you just Polo Polo brought him in. Okay, well let him ask, let him okay, say that. My bad, my bad. Can can this brother tell his own story? Yeah, my, no, that's true. My bad. Okay, so 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 I just want to hear your story and hear what you like how it is that you got involved and like why why you came around and what what or even if even if Polo brought you around, what is it is that made you want to stay? You know what I'm saying? If I fucking recall correctly. It was uh, riding with Polo on them bikes. 
So just right, just. Somehow I ended up uh, taking my bike there and probably there. Hey, come on, man! You talk. Hey, bro, you really want to say should we add this shit out? It's a fa- this, uh, this is a family program. <laughs> there's young, there's young kids that listen to this. They're looking up to you. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I wouldn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, Ruben. Uh, if I can uh, remember correctly, I think that was it. All right, we appreciate we appreciate that, Ruben B. Uh, I want I wanted uh. I wanted to ask you, uh, have you had a chance to hurt the last episode? Yeah, I gave it a, I gave it a replay. <laughs> you, you didn't like it? I was good, it was good. I just don't like uh, hearing myself on the... Nobody, no one does. No one yeah. does. Not, not, <laughs> no, nobody likes to hear themselves on the thing. That's just something that we got to put up with. It's, hey, I, re- I really do like that intro, though. And I think uh, it was you that did the Hypnotized Minds uh, instrumental, dude. <laughs> that 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 intro, I mean, it's a little different, huh? Dude, it's a variety show. It's what makes it a variety show, dude. It's funny because the episode before that, I remember the the, the homie, uh, the caller said uh, if he could recommend one thing for the podcast, it would be a little bit more uh, feminine. And you guys went and got the most uh, non-feminine dude on the. <laughs> Nope. Hey, but uh, but that's uh, you know, shout out to George. Uh, we we're 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 looking at Sal. We're 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 testing the waters. We're trying to we're trying to make the the show a little more uh, female friendly. Um, <laughs> but but there was definitely a lot of females that played a part, so we should give them a shot. That's you know what? I'm just I, well, you know. There, there was, uh, we should just throw that out there. You know, it's true. I, I, it's true what George said. It's true what George said. You know, like. The, the females played a, a big role, and you know we should give them a shot. I just think I just would like. I mean, I think me personally, I just think that their their perspective on that kind of environment will be something that will be interesting because it was there was a lot of dudes there, you know, like a bunch of it was a bunch of, it was a bunch of pool sticks and, and pockets, you know. It's like it just I I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. It's like just like just like I asked just like I asked Ruben, you know, like when what was it about you know what was it about that place? You're like oh it's cool to come here, it's cool to chill here, like whatever, you know. Like I want to go for it. It definitely wasn't Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, bro! What are you doing right now? Hey, Pookie the Pookie the plug in the house. Hey, Pookie the plug in the house, bro. Hey, uh, Ruben, I just want to say that Apatzinganistan is asleep. Can you believe oh, that? Oh, that was a fucking short ass fucking. Uh, He's asleep, bro. That was a short ass little visit. No, that's all you're gonna get from him, bro. Cause that's just how we, that's just how he rolls, bro. I just want to say it was nice uh, hearing from him. I'll see him in, in another two years or something. Hey, his his alarm is going off though. Hold on, hold on. Let him answer that. Oh, it's a snooze. He's got to snooze it. Snooze. Hey, why don't hey, you bro. just turn it off, dude? You hey, got an hour. Turn it off. What time you wanna wake up? I'm gonna leave like in a bit, cause. It's- Oh, okay. Hey, Ruben, he's got to leave in a bit. Fuck, homie. Hey, Ruben. He he teased me with his presents and shit. Hey, Ruben. Ruben, I heard the last episode, and and I'm really glad that that you listened to the podcast and that you were were cool with dropping by. Like, dude, like you, Raymond, Polo, the new generation, you guys mean a lot, dude. And uh, 
I asked you a question about who was the UFC fighters that I should look out for, and someone said, you know, like, oh, Ruben likes Jake Paul, you know. I want, but you didn't get to answer that, dude. Come on, you gotta tell me, dude. Like, what's you gotta make some predictions, dude. You you watch a lot of fucking UFC, dude. Come on, well, make, nah, some, well, make some well, here, predictions. Here's what we were talking about earlier. We were talking about the Khabib in uh in who's the other guy, Gage. Gage. We were talking about that fight. Did you watch that? For sure, that had to be like. Most anticipated fight of 2020 right there. Okay, so if that's the most anticipated fight, what, did you think the Gagey guy had a chance? Or, like, how did you how did you feel about it, like, prior? Are you you already knew Khabib was unstoppable. Nah, hey, don't let that dominance from Khabib uh, mislead you. Uh, it's, had a fucking, it's, uh, misleading, it's misleading everybody because everyone thinks Khabib is... Just because he, he ragdolls everybody don't mean they ain't nobody's and shit like but, but, okay, okay, Ruben, good point, but... The number two is so far away from the number one, it's like crazy. But, okay, so so are you saying Khabib is number one? Well, since he retired, that was his last fight, he retired. Yeah. Now they're fighting for number one, they're just going to throw the bell out there, whoever wants to know. Okay, so so I say Gagey is one. Gagey's, yeah, he's number one. He's number one. Okay, so that yeah. was okay. So, so that was supposed so that to be a. Means Khabib is like super level. Dude. So that means hold on, hold on. So that means like so, Gagey should have been a competitive fight then Khabib? against against Khabib. Like, Khabib is well, no, because you're saying immortal. okay. So, so Khabib was already like so far ahead of him; it wasn't even close. I mean, that's what it looks. And like I only Khabib. bring this up because we were talking about this earlier. And look, I I, I know I, Khabib, like but I never I'd never seen Gagey fight before. But I watched the like the the build up to the to the UFC fight on all those episodes they do. And they were trying to pump Gagey up like he was gonna be he was gonna be something because he could he could match Khabib with the wrestling, but he had like he could throw his hands too. So they were trying to say like Gage was gonna actually give him a fight, and I oh, yeah. and it did. Oh, but that it, was true. Oh, that was true. Yeah. Yeah, that wrestling shit. But when it comes down to it, he just grabs a hold of him and just. That Russian shit, I don't know what it is. That's that right. Russian shit? <laughs> hey, okay, hey, hey. So Khabib, Khabib was right. Hey, hey, could we were talking about that too. Khabib was Russian because I thought he was the same thing as Triple G. Like he's, they're he's not from the same country. They're not from the same country. I think Triple G is uh, shit, he's the, that tricky one. Yeah, aren't they both like Kazakh or whatever? The the same Very from both, yeah. from the Very same both. country as Borat, right? <laughs> Borat. No, no, that's Kazakhstan. Yes, yeah, where they're from. Oh no, yeah, Dagestan is yeah. different. There's no such thing as Dagestan. No, that... Oh, Dagestan. my God. Hey, we're going to have to edit this out, bro. We're going to have to edit this out. <laughs> no, we ain't editing we're nothing. Hey, Ruben, that... remember this. We ain't editing nothing. Hey, hey. Dagestan hey, is it's real, because bro. Hey, no, it's not. It's real, bro. Edit, edit this whole thing hey. out. Yes. Dagestan, Russia. Hey, Ruben, I just want to say is thank that you. A... Thank you for calling in at this yeah, time. Yeah, thank you. But anyways, we're talking... Dagestan is real, right? Yeah, Dagestan, Russia. I don't know. It's, it's like the okay. The I've, I've been wrong before, so it's not the first time. It won't be the last, but okay. So Dagestan is a place in Russia that I have not been to. Have you been there? Oh hell no, man. You know what, yeah. Sa- Hey, Ruben has been everywhere. Oh, it I'm is. My, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a spot. My bad. Okay, guys, I learned something new today. Congratulations uh, to me. Hey, Jesus, you were asking who's the up and coming. Uh, MMA or UFC fighters, Dagestan, Russia has uh, like Ruben. five or six right now. Out Ruben, of that area. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it even bigger than that, Ruben. I want you to give me 
Champions League winner. I want you to give me top rank. Uh, between I think that I think tomorrow is Errol Spence and who? Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia, and I want you to give oh, me God. UFC. So Champions League top rank is is uh tomorrow top rank, or is it Showtime? Nah, neither. It's PBC. P. What is that? Yeah. That's Al, Al, Al Heyman and Mayweather. Anyway, I'm free now. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'm, that I'm not sure. Okay, so so champions, PVC, and uh, UFC. Go ahead. Take it away. Well, shouts out to PSG, first things first. No, but don't be biased, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> I don't know if anybody saw the game on Tuesday, I believe. Who did they, who did they play? Hey, the, I, hey I saw the highlights. Yeah, Manchester United. They beat him? Yeah. yeah. What was the score? 3-1? 3-1, yeah. Damn, I didn't see it. Yeah. You mean to tell me, was Cavani playing? Oh, 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 oh. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. No, it means yes. Okay. Really? Cavani was sir. playing? That's hella dirty, bro. That's hella dirty. You're going hey. to laugh like that? Cavani did a lot, a, a lot of good for PSG, bro. Yeah, he's the, he's the all-time... Top scorer. Shouts out to him, but I don't know. He he signed to Man U, bro. It's like you you get what you fucking. They kicked him out. Hey, PSG kicked out Cavani because that's just how soccer works. You want to look for the best talent. I was just thinking about that the other day, but what do you do when you get talents like Mbappe and Neymar? So in the in in the in the last episode we did, Ruben, I said that Mbappe was the best player. And uh, I got a lot of, uh, I got a lot of, uh, you know, what, what, yeah, I got that. Um, but do you, I'm, you like PSG, dude. I, I'm going to be honest, dude. I think Mbappe is the best player in the world. What do you think about that? That's how, that's how Jaime has to wake up for what? Results speak for themselves, man. The last World Cup results speak for themselves. Exactly, exactly. But uh, anyways, uh, so so uh, PSG beat uh, th- so so champions. You think champion PSG is gonna finally take it? Fuck, bro! I'm such a fucking uh. I don't like that they went to the finals and lost it. As I vowed never to fucking bet on them again. Hey, you know what was hella badass about that day that we had a uh, uh, young Lagos, we had a uh, Gordo. We had Polo, we had you, and you guys came over and we watched the finals and we hadn't seen each other for a very long time, dude, but that was like badass, dude, that it was Bayern versus PSG and it obviously went to, uh, towards Bayern, but, it, you know, we had a good time, you know, we we had a lot of food, we had a lot of beer. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll say it again and say it louder so the, so the mic can pick it up because that's pretty fucking epic right now. Hey, man, tradition continues. Amen, brother. Hey, tr- hey yeah, hey, no, that's true. That's true. Tradition continues. Uh, we used to do it at the Brit, and um, just like the Cinnabar, maybe the Brit is going through some shit right now with the quarantine. Ruben, um, times are changing right now with the whole fucking quarantine. You, you live in LB. What, 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 do you, what do you think about this whole, like, 
pandemic coronavirus thing. I mean, w- what's up with that, bro? Like, give me give me your perspective on that, dude. Wow, bro. That's a tough ass fucking uh. That's a tough question right there, cause uh, I got hit with it pretty hard in the beginning of the whole pandemic, as they say. Well, uh, yeah, but, but it's true. I was with that. I was it's with true. that. I was. I was iffy about it and shit. I wasn't sure if it was a uh, real or if it was a fucking fake or whatever. But when the government fucking locks up one of your family members and says they can't leave out of the hospital, I guess you just gotta do what they say. I don't know, man. It's true, bro. Because some people think like it's just it's just funny, dude. How things work out, dude. That we're talking. Some people think it's- it was. It was at a weird time. Election time and all that, but I don't know. It's it's twenty twenty, bro. Like I don't know. Like, what do you think about the future, bro? Shit, the the future's looking bright, homie. The future's looking bright. Like, tell me about that, dude. Because like sometimes nah, I look at it, nah, dude. No, nah, saying that was just a good saying to keep the fucking shit going. Hey, should we be like Joe Rogan and move to Texas, bro? If I had Joe Rogan money, I would have moved to fucking to the to Utah where they found the fucking monolith. That's I would have moved to fucking the top of the whole country, Maine or something, bro. Some crazy. Sal, I don't know, dude. Maybe we're talking nonsense, but yeah, no, I, I, what's, I what's going on, I, I, I think, I think, uh, I think a lot of things that I can't say on the podcast, but uh, yeah, I mean, let it rip, homie. Let it rip, Let it rip. Bro. Well, no, we'll we'll put this. I, I read somewhere that someone was trying to say, that, you know, it's a it's a it's a year it's a year they wanted to do whatever whatever was happening. Or, you know, the Illuminati, the government, they wanted to do something and it took a year to make it happen. But so they sold it to you as a month long subscription. You know, because, you, right you know, oh, every, every, you know, what was it? We were shut down a while back. We're going to get shut down again for three, for three weeks or whatever. And so it's like, it's like a month by month, something new comes up and it's either, you know, we can do things outside. We can't do things outside. I don't, I don't know. But this is what I read somewhere and it, I mean, I'll let you decide. What are you What are your thoughts on that, bro? Like, I mean, we're obviously like some old folk, you know, compared to you. You know, you're you're a lot younger. Come on, doing... man. I mean, Come I'm just on. trying to get I'm just trying to get perspective, dude. I'm trying to let the audience know, like, we you know, need, like we you only separated by a couple years. How do you see all of this? Like, what's the future, bro? Like, tell it. Give us your perspective, bro. Shit, man. If I knew the fucking future, shit, I would be. Buying the fucking lottery tickets and shit, but nah, I don't know, man. I'm just fucking trying to stick to my nine to five, keep my head down, and mind my own. As much as I've ever fucking minded my own, which sounds fucking selfish and shit, but I don't know, man. I don't know what else I could do. I'm just small folk from a little old LB. You don't have any influences that fucking lead you towards like thinking a certain way or like maybe uh, reasoning this everything that's going on in a certain in a certain like uh, pattern or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, homie. 
Like, who do you who do you listen to, bro? Like, when it comes to this stuff, like when it comes to pandemics, I buy the, I buy the Farmers Almanac every fucking year. What is that? What is that? <laughs> I give that. A, I give that a fucking read. What is yeah, that? get out of here, bro. Come on. What do you like? <laughs> what is? I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what it is either. But I know. I, I know. Come on. Like I like. Yeah, LB is like kind of. LB is not a small town no more, bro. Like, come on. It's, uh, Why are you trying? Like you try. You try. Hey, there's a lot. Hey, there's a lot of folks from LB that would take offense to what you're trying to say. Like, yeah, you know, it's a small. It's just. It's not as big as San Jose. It's not as. It doesn't have all the shine and the whatever. But there's folks that have been there. From before when you got there, you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't. Hey, because I, I, how long? How long? I want to point something out. Uh, he's going back to LB. Exactly, and so you'll. So I'm sure you know it's it's a little bit different than it was before, no? Yeah, I see the I see the fucking little bit of change. I mean, it's not a lot, but it's a it's it's a little, you know. They put a Walmart and a yeah. And a Target. You got that Walmart and a Target as soon as you come down 252, bro. Like. That's not for nothing. Dang. Um, do you ha- do you have that Macy's though? Sure, I think it might be. <laughs> might be uh, running out of business for you. Dang, hey, dude. Yeah, well, that sucks. Cause I I seen I I seen that when the when I drove through there, the J C Penney's is shutting down too. Hey, uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's Ruben B, uh, how, how do you do your shopping? Do you do a lot of like uh, online shopping, or do you actually go to stores, or how does that work for you? Fuck, oh, it's heavy online right now. So, cause because uh, we had a uh, Konyo talking about all he does is online. You know, everything he does is like I'm in and out. Type yeah, of it's thing. online. He parks the car, they put it in the trunk, and then he's he's gone. And I mean, you heard yeah. the episodes, bro. You heard the episodes. So, what 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 do we have to adapt to? You know what I mean? I heard the episode and shit, and he was looking out for the jobs. And computers are, are they're taking over jobs and shit and all that. I've seen delivery services are just having robots just deliver the food now. For real? They don't even need the people to fucking deliver That's the fucking true. food no more. That's true. What do you mean the robots? What robots? I mean the robots you drive. Have you seen it? Nah, I haven't seen that. Wally. Ruben, I'm I'm so happy that you brought that up. I, I went. I got I got uh I I do construction. It rained. I got the day off. I called Polo. Polo, what's up? Let's have breakfast. We we go to Crepvine. After Crepvine, we go on a bike ride. Next thing you know, dude, we do a long-ass bike ride. We end up on uh, Ford in Santa Clara. And right in front of the San, San Jose, what is it? Uh, the City Hall. Uh-huh. We see a little robot delivering food. And and I think Polo looked at my face, and Polo was probably going like, "Oh, this was puzzled by what's going on right now." And he comes up, to, and Polo comes up to him, and he goes, "Oh, that's a robot." And I'm go, "What? That's a robot?" And I'm trying to figure out who's controlling this thing. And and then Polo and he goes, "No, that he, that thing has food inside, and it's gonna deliver it somewhere." But like Uber Eats or like from Safeways? It's a fucking little box. It's a cooler. You choose. Sal. It's a cooler and it's and it's driving around. You never heard about this? No, I've well no, because I used to I'm not gonna name the company I work for, but I used to do the Purple Promise. Those out there know what that is. And the Purple Promise was working on something like that too. Where they had a they I mean, but I never saw it personally, but they had a they had a similar thing where the robot would, would Yeah, it's a box, right? And it goes It's just a box. 
Yeah, but I mean, and and I was but, gonna but, I, but that's what I'm trying to say. But see, for instance, the company and I, I was work, take off the com- my bike, and I had a crowbar, and I was gonna open it. Yeah, but I'm trying to say the com- <laughs> the company I work for was the one that would put the stuff in the box, whereas you're saying like it was like the box. It bo- wasn't food. No, it wasn't food. So oh, what I'm saying is the robot okay, has got it. Okay. The robot, the robot is one thing, but who? Where did it come from? Like, is it the grocery store was the company that put the food in there, or was it Uber Eats that put the food in there? My, and took it to work. Shit, sounds just fucking. No, thought about that shit right there. Hey, no, well, cause no, cause the company I work for, they had the robot, but it was the it was the company's robot, so they were putting the stuff in there to go make the delivery. So I, you know, you know, when it's the company's robot, you know where it came from, you know who put that stuff in there. But like, if it's just a robot running around, you're like, well, where did this, like, is it, is it a Safeway robot? And so the groceries were from Safeway or it's an Uber Eats robot and like Uber Eats through all the taco, put all the. What app did you use for that robot to. No, I didn't know. It was a company. The company was developing a robot to make the deliveries for where I was working. We don't want to name so, that's what, so that's why I'm just saying, like, when you guys say you saw a robot, like, you know, because, hey, because, you know, Konyo goes to Walmart and he parks his car and someone throws the stuff in the truck. Episode the robot, two? the robot, Is that episode yeah, two? the robot doesn't come out to throw stuff into the trunk of the car. You know, someone has to do that, right? Ruben, oh, damn. Yes, sir. I want to ask you a question, bro. It, it, it just so happens that, um, we we uh we different age, bro. Like, um, wh- wh- what's your perspective on that, dude? Do, do does that? Do you really trip off that, or what, what's going on, bro? When it comes to that, mm, I don't know, man. You guys are the same age as Danny, and I just see Danny. Danny just like the cool ass uh, cousin that's a little bit older than all of us. Like, like yes. Danny's never really that. He's never really been that old to me. That's true, bro. And you guys are, and you guys are, Danny's fucking uh, classmates or whatever. You guys know him from way back then. No, we 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 definitely go back, dude. We definitely go back. Ruben B, are are, are you um? Do you come to San Jose for work or what's going on? Yeah, every day, most likely drive through there at least. Hey, look, here's here's what people really want to know. All right, so I'm gonna ask you the hard hitting question. We need, a, we, we need a straightforward answer. Battle to the death. J Balvin or Bad Bunny? Who wins? Holy oh, shit. That, what? <laughs> what, are you, what are you asking Ruben right now? We're getting down to the We're getting down to that reggaeton. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just messing around, bro. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Logan Paul takes them both. Or Jake Paul, whichever one won last weekend. Did you... You, you saw... Um, Mike Jones versus uh, Mike Jones. Mike. You saw Mike Jones. You versus, saw, yeah, you uh, saw Mike Jones versus Paul Wall in the versus, battle to the death. Versus Paul Wall. What did you think about Mike Jones versus Paul Wall? The winner was the Grills. All right, come on, man, come on. Uh, the the winner was an Asian dude who happens to be everyone's jeweler. Yeah, he makes all the shiny teeth. Gucci. His, his name is uh, Johnny Dang. He's like a uh, five foot. <laughs> Hey, real talk though. Hey, but okay, I'm glad you know his name because he's from Houston, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, originally, he's from uh, I want to say uh, Thailand. He's from wherever he's. Hey, I like how he says it. Yeah, but then he yeah yeah. Okay, but so but so he but he lives in Houston now is what we're trying to say. Yeah, he resides in uh, Houston, Texas. Okay. 
Hey, you know what? Cause I, I, it's funny. I'm, I'm, st- I'm gonna jump out on a limb, but that he's he's Vietnamese. Or are we guessing he's Vietnamese? He's from Thailand. Oh, we don't know where he's from. If I had to fucking take a rough fucking ass, yeah, mm-hmm. I know Vietnamese. Okay. Good, good to know. Hey, I only know because I, I heard there's a lot of Vietnamese people in Houston, and that's like, that's what's hot in the streets right now. Shit, shouts out to Houston, man. Except for them Astros. I'm, I, I obviously met you like way after I met Johnny B, but Memphis, the whole rap scene. Let Let's talk about that, bro. Like educate, educate our audience, bro. Shit, shouts out to Johnny B, man. First of all, I wouldn't even know what. Memphis rap was if it wasn't for that book. Johnny B, right? Yes, sir. He had the uh, CD collection, the okay, little pamphlets, the booklet. Forty-five right now. Uh, Every time I go to his house, shit with yeah. uh, the Rosendo main turn boy. I'll just pick up that book and just go through it. Talking hypnotized minds collection straight up. My favorite part about the last podcast was the intro, bro. You did that yeah. instrumental. And, uh, you know, we were able to just talk shit, you know, throughout that instrumental. And, uh, you know, uh, I was able to communicate with, uh, with Johnny B and I, and I told him like, what, what, what about that instrument? What about that intro though? And he was like, yeah, that's hypnotized minds. He, re- <laughs> he recognized right away, like, you know what that was, dude. And it's just, he mentioned that we're, uh, we're a variety show, dude, because we had, I only bring this up because you brought it up before. Like, you heard the other episodes, dude. You know, I, I, I brought up how we went from Chan to George to the most English in fucking intro we could come up with, you know? And and that's that's what's cool, you know? That's what makes it a variety show, dude. And, uh, and I think that's what that's what's going to work, you know, throughout the whole, you know, however long we keep going, you know? But, but yeah, dude, like, that, that's... That's pretty cool, dude. So, so, so Johnny, so Johnny B has got to be the the originator of the whole Memphis rap tour. Yeah, as far as I know, in my family, he put me on. He put, and I put shit. I put a lot of people on. I think. How, how how do you think Johnny B came up? Came across that style of rap? I don't even know, bro. He's from like L.A. He grew up in L.A. or something like that, no? I don't even know how the fuck he came across Memphis fucking CDs. No, it's def- it's definitely true, dude. I remember I was dating this girl, dude, and like uh, her her uh, her friends were trying to tell me about like Memphis rap, dude, and I was like, yeah, I already know about that, dude. Like, you don't gotta tell me shit, you know, like. <laughs> and it was just funny because you know, it, yeah, it was Johnny, dude. Johnny would let me borrow like hell of fucking CDs, dude. You know, it just shows my age. You know, he would let me borrow hella shit, dude, that would... I was like, damn, dude, this shit is fucking... Not only is it dark, but I always thought about, like, every time I think of uh, Tommy Wright the Third, you know, shit like that. Or uh, what was that guy that... that uh, The big guy that was with DJ Screw? R.I.P.? Uh, R.I.P. Uh, big Mo. Big Mo. You know, like, I'm listening to that shit right now. If you don't hear it in the background. Yeah, no, that's it, dude. That's all the funny, dude. That you have a, you're playing that in the background for no reason. 
damn, bro, that's how shit go. Hey, but dude, like, um, dude, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Johnny B, fucking Danny B, dude, big influence on music, dude. Uh, Patsinganistan, he was here, dude. He was playing like hella music, you know. That's a different style of music. And, you know, you guys are fucking big influences, dude. But you, you would always come to the pad, dude. And you would always fucking, like, you know. Shouts out Pookie. Shouts out to the Pookie. Pookie the plug. Pookie. Pookie would, uh, he would not hate on the fucking, uh, Memphis on the Project Pat. Oh, definitely not, dude. Fucking Project. I don't know how many fights has gone into it, but we don't even want to bring that up, dude. Hey, I just want to, I want to say something that is not allowed on the podcast so you guys can edit it out. Just like you guys did when Pookie did his little story shit with the little Mario effect. Hey, Ruben B, before you so, share, before you share so anything. I just wanna, so I just want to say, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. We're so, we watching the, the, Preview to the boxing tomorrow. Wait. Oh, you gonna make a prediction? Hey, who who's your prediction before you go? Shit, we're gonna go with Errol Spence. Easy. Yeah. Easy. That's easy. Okay. Hey, cause I, cause they're yeah. Hey, would hey, Danny Garcia's pops talk a lot of smack before this fight or no? Hey, cause he always writes all the checks, and I don't know if Danny can cash all of them. But he's so far he's been doing pretty good. Other than the, the fight I'm he lost to, uh, yeah. the fight he lost to the uh, I forget I even forget the guy's name, but he lost the fight to the to the guy that lost to Manny Pacquiao. Uh, you know I'm talking about the hippie dude, the hippie, the hippie, Thurman. Uh, yeah, Thurman, Keith Thurman, one time. That's hey. Fucking, that's a good ass dude, and Pacquiao beat his ass. Pacquiao's the top of the line. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? This Thurman ain't fought since. He's just been chilling. I don't know what the fuck is up with him? I he's just, he was top of the line. Thurman, one oh, time. Yeah. If Danny Garcia knocks out Errol Spence, that fucking going through the windshield and all that affected his ass. Errol Spence went through a windshield. Oh, that's right. He got into a car wreck, huh? He went through the windshield. Yeah. Seen the no, I didn't see the footage, but that was like last year, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Right yeah, that's pretty wild. Hey, cause yeah, cause it, he was drunk driving, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, come on, bro. You're gonna say that right here, drunk driving? That's what he was doing. Did you why? That's you what he can't was doing. Bring that up, bro. Yeah. Hey, well, no, I can't because they were like, cause that was the thing about Errol Spence was he was supposed to be like not a not a straight edge, but like when he would train, he would take it real like he wouldn't drink, he wouldn't do nothing. But then after he would like after after the fight he would let, let let loose a little bit, and then he would get back on the wagon to like be eating clean, not drinking, being do all with the training, and so that's why it was a big deal that he went through the windshield because they're like, oh, well, he he hey, because that was after like he who he beat that fight was it Kel Brooks? That was after he beat. That's after he beat Mikey Garcia. Oh, that's right. That's hey, right. Hey, I know you were going for Mikey Garcia, but come on. Hell yeah, bro. That's okay. Hey, let's let's talk. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Let's talk about what he. Okay, because Mikey Garcia, his is it his brother's his trainer or no? Robert Garcia or no? Yeah, I, I think so still. Okay. Hey, cause I don't know. I trip out because he's like I watched some of his YouTube videos, but he trained uh, Margarito, and Margarito had like the had the had the had the messed up raps, no? Yeah, that's the only flaw I ever saw in that uh, coach. Why would he back Margarito? 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was just que- I don't know. That was questionable to me. Like, hey, because he seems like a pretty from from all the videos I see on uh, on the YouTube. Like, he seems like a pretty cool guy, chill dude. Like, he seems pretty like he's a very knowledgeable person when it comes to training. Like, because he was a champion, now he's a trainer, and he's got like a pretty cool like he's out there big in Oxnard. You know what I'm saying? So he seems like a chill guy, but yeah. Uh, Hey, uh, you know the the only trainer I uh, I'm cool with is the Canelo trainer. I don't I don't know his name, dude. What about fucking what about old man Roach, Freddie Roach? Freddie Roach, yeah, he's good. He's he's hella racist. With the fucking little fucking old man. Oh man, I'm going straight to hell, man. With the little old man fucking Twitch. <laughs> yeah, you are. That's not what that's called. Yeah, that's not what that's called. Say, yeah, hey, but I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, but Freddie Roach. Freddie Roach. He's. I mean. Hey, Ruben B. I heard you off. He he flipped out on uh the whole Mike and Garcia camp, and he started he started calling them all like dirty Mexicans and shit. Dude, check it out, bro. Yeah, I, it's I, on HBO. So I, I don't know if he really did, but it's supposed to be on HBO. Like right. back back when uh back Freddy when Roach, back like, when Brandon Reels Brandon Reels fought someone that Freddie Roach was supposedly. Oh, was it when Reels uh, got knocked out by uh, allegedly allegedly Danny Garcia? Hey, but then again, you guys mentioned that this guy was back in uh, Margarito, so that's dirty already. And then you know, all, so this could be made up. This could be made up. Could be, yeah. It's it's boxing is crazy. Hey, but so okay. Did we talk about did we talk about Mike Tyson already? Uh, no. no. Did you watch Did you watch that fight? He did. Yes, sir. Okay, what did you think about watching two old guys fighting each other? Shit, that shit was uh, it had me out the edge of my seat. Bro. Really? Get the get out of here for real. Be real, dog. Hey, I wanted to, I wanted to see Tyson fucking knock him out. Everybody was going for Tyson. Hey, huh? hey you know what's crazy is because okay, look, check this out. I was watching something. They were saying how it was already rigged from jump. They were like, "Look, they're gonna, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna draw, they're gonna draw." But yet they were still able to, they were still able to, uh, to make bets on that through like sports books, like I, like some like internet website was like allowing people to make bets and stuff. It's. Uh, But that's why they're saying. That's why they're saying like it's kind of it's kind of wild how he was. It was cool for them to do that, but they really shouldn't have let people make bets on it because it wasn't even a real fight. It was an exhibition. You know what I'm saying? That's what they had me thinking. But Tyson seemed like he was actually trying to hurt him. You think so? Oh, he, looked, he looked like he was trying to like. Uh, at least Roy Jones was gassed out. What's up? Roy Jones was gassed out. Yeah, he was. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because after like the second round, he he was like he was he was sucking wind. Like he he had no. They were saying he had no. He did no road work. Like, you know what I mean? Now either he's the best actor we've never seen, or he was really tired. Yeah, man. That's why I don't know. I don't know. Did you think it was tough to watch or not? Really? Like, were you entertained? I was mad that there wasn't more rounds. I want to see the damn full 12, man. Okay, okay. I was just like, man, Tyson, give him a little bit more time. He's going to catch him. Yeah, yeah. He probably he probably would have for sure. And in the interview, they asked him, what would they think about another one? Roy Jones said, uh, no, I want to think about it, talk to my family. 
And Tyson was like, for sure, I'm going to do this again. Yeah, well, that's why, because they were saying, like, Roy Jones, at his, at, his, at his best, he was a middleweight. And Mike Tyson was always a heavyweight when he was boxing, you know? So... They're saying it wasn't really a fair. It wasn't really a fair fight. I mean, it was, but it wasn't like it's fair because they're both older. But it wasn't because like Roy Jones was a better fighter when he was a middleweight, and Mike Tyson was always a heavyweight. You know. Shit, my wallet was going with Roy Jones. I thought Roy Jones was gonna do way better than that. Yeah. yeah. My heart was with Tyson. Hey, uh, Jaime. Hey. Oh shit. Jaime. Say bye to Ruben B. Oh, shit. All right, peace out, guys. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so yeah, that's that's why that's why it was it was pretty it was I don't know hey but did you watch the did you watch that fight before that where where the basketball player got knocked out? Shit, R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. Nate Robinson. Hey, hey, did, hold on, dude. Did you say you watched the fight or no? Yeah, I've seen that. You saw the whole thing though. Yeah. Well, there was a con like there was a rap concert before that. Who performed? Missed all that shit. Yeah, I, hey, cause I only saw the I only saw the Tyson Jones uh, Jones Jr. fight. I didn't see none of the other stuff. Yeah, French Montana. They had a uh, Snoop Doggy Dog. You know him, right? Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah, I know. I've heard of him. I've, I've heard of. Him. I think I've heard of one or two of his songs. And Snoop Dogg. Hey, so okay, so it was just it, it was just French Montana and Snoop Dogg. They had fucking Tupac's hologram. No, they didn't. Get out of here. <laughs> nah, they had a couple other people, but I don't think they were that important for me to remember. Okay, so they weren't. Okay, well, let me ask you this then. Who performed better, Snoop Dogg or, or French Montana? The visual effects and shit were just on point. I had to go with French Montana. Because hey, cause, hey, cause he's I don't I think he's dropping like a new album pretty soon, and they're saying like he get like his his new album's supposed to be hot right now. Or whatever album okay. he's about, whatever album he's about yeah, to come Coke. out with is gonna be hot, like Coke Boys Five or something like that. Yeah, Coke, Bo- Coke Boys Five or Six, I think. Something like that. Now. Yeah, your thoughts. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Young Munoz. What are your thoughts on that? I fuck with Rich Montana. Okay. That's a real. That's a real motherfucker right there. <laughs> all right, all right. Nah, cause I, cause I know I know uh, Jesus was on them early. He was on the Coke Boys one and two. R.I.P. R.I.P. Chinks drugs. R.I.P. Chinks. He, hey, because I'm not gonna lie, I think I think Jesus put me on the French Montana, and so I. I R.I.P. Chinks. Uh, amongst amongst other uh, artists that, that Jesus put me on to, French Montana is one of them. So I've been I, I follow him. I don't follow him like extreme, but you know, like whenever he puts out new music, I check it out a little bit, and so, you know. So yeah, so I think I think French Montana is he's pretty. He's he's fire when he wants to be. You like French, Ruben? Well, that's what I'm trying to ask, but he says yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we so we so listen to our fair share of French Montana back in the days. Shout but, out, uh, but but uh, the overdose man, he posted. Uh, oh shit! I yeah, heard that name. The overdose man, he posted. Uh, R.I.P. Chinks, happy birthday. And that's that's the reason why I bring up Chinks, you know, because just today I saw it. I saw it on, on his Instagram. You know, Chinks drugs. It was part of Coke Boys or whatever. But I remember I was uh, I was doing a, a a bike party with uh, Brian, you know, Young Lagos, and uh, Young Lagos, and uh, 
we we did a and and he showed me I think it I think it was a song I think it was a song a hundred. I I don't know what it's called, but it's Coke Boys one hundred and uh, and I was doing uh, we're uh we're on a bike ride, dude. So when you when you're on your bike and you're trying to go as fast as you can, you need a fucking <laughs> a certain song that will get you to to that speed. But you know. But it was uh, and it's and it's funny because Adele is a sample that they use. Yeah, you got you got to listen to it, dude. Okay. They they sample Adele. Shout out to Adele. Uh, yeah. No. Over the pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sample. Uh, it was Coke Boys. They sample Adele. The song I think it's called a hundred, and it was a Young Lagos that showed it to me, and we we were in Milpitas, and uh. This is halfway point to a bike party, so we had already written, and and that's how that's how uh, Young Lagos fucking gets down. For he'll just show you like random shit out of nowhere, dude. But I remember, I remember that. I remember that, dude. Like I, I will never forget that, dude. He showed me that. But at the time, I had already listened to uh, you know, the whole you know, Fred Fontana, you know, Coke Boys, whatever. But he. Uh, but shout outs to fucking the overdose man. Shout outs to fucking Young Lagos. Shout outs to fucking Miguel over in fucking Tulum, wherever he's at. Hey, you, guys, you guys gotta have a All Munoz episode. I like that you bring that up, and I'm definitely not gonna edit that out. I wanna have. That's uh, a that's a brilliant idea. I wanna have Miguel and Angie because we could have. We could wait. Could we could have love and hip hop? No, no, cause cause they've been saying like. <laughs> They've been saying that we need to have a girl episode. And, like, I think we should bring in Angie. I think she would be perfect, you know, for us to, you know, just That'd be cool, talk for sure. to her. Angie's definitely the perfect person to have as a, as a, as a female. Definitely. You know, and uh, Miguel, obviously, you know, he got engaged. He, he, he popped the question. Over in Tulum, and he, and and uh, Ruben B, have you seen um? But have you seen their pictures of them in front of the pyramids? That's fucking amazing, man. Hey, dude. Dude, I, I I texted Angie and I texted Miguel and and I hope they they paid attention because I'm obviously bringing it up. But I, I love those pictures when they're in front of the pyramids. They took pictures like in front of the the Mexican pyramids, I guess Tulum. Get him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get we we gotta get him on the okay. podcast. Okay, Miguel, Angie, uh, we need you on the podcast. Make it happen somehow. Uh, Ruben B, uh, you 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 have you listened to all the pack uh, all the podcasts from uh, from Danny when he was the first guest to to you to you when you were the last guest? Have you listened to all of them? Probably more than once. Damn. All right. So what do you? What, That's so what? Dude. So here's what we want to know. That's badass. Here's what we want to know. What do you? What do you think about? This? What do you think we should improve? Let's ask Ruben B. Where do you think yeah, we should but improve? Hold on, but don't say nothing negative. Only say positive no, stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. I said, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No negative. Nah, nah. We just nah. We just want you on it. Like, what do you? Th- Before you answer what his, what Jesus was asking, we just want to know like what are your thoughts on it overall. When you hear it, what do you think, or how do you feel about it? How does how does it make you feel? Shit, the, the first couple of episodes were dope because you guys were like, you know, what I'm saying it wasn't it wasn't gonna be 
your podcast to listen to if you were in there for some fucking political or educational shit. You guys were giving that fucking uh, idea out there. Then you guys start getting some real uh, goons in there or some real people in there. Like fucking uh, shouts out to you guys. Um, uh, you guys call him like Chango or something like that? Papa Chango and, uh, and Chente, yeah. Yeah, you guys would have uh, Papa Chango and Chente in there. Ruben. That shit was interesting as fuck. Hearing from Chant, somebody you'd never met. Hearing from George, someone you haven't met. What did you think about those episodes? You guys did the best idea of doing two parts for both episodes, bro. Because one episode wasn't enough. I don't know how you guys came up with the let's just do two parts for both of them. But that was good. And they were both just dropped in fucking different knowledge that they both had. And you guys had Danny with the fucking uh, questioning them but going along with it. And Johnny going along with it. And you, Jesus. And then uh, Sal calling in and shit. He was the original long time Listener, first time calling. Long time, first time, yeah. That shit was fucking funny as fuck. He takes his dad as a as a as a goof. Sal, please, please, Sal. Yeah, no. Please, Sal. No, I, I can't. I, I heard that it. was the funniest shit I've ever heard. You put that in a in a group yeah, I did. Chat. I put it. I put, put it. I put chat. it. I put that in a group chat because I was trying to big up uh, Danny in his uh, his L three podcast, and they were talking about some other stuff when I was listening to that one. And in the group chat, I just wanted to, I wanted to big up like some breaking news that they had done on the podcast. I know not everyone in the group follows Liga Emekis because some of that, some of that soccer is not quality. I'm not going to, you know, it just, it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. You know, like it's not, you know, it's not nothing. I mean, come on. We, we know what we know. And you know, when you know better, you do better, you know, and that's not, that's not, you know. But but I'm not gonna hate on him because of it. So I supported him, and so you know I I was. I, supp- I support Danny no matter what. Absolutely. So oh, I I listen. You know the, I, te- the teacher man. I you know so I was listening to the podcast, and I was just trying to. Uh, I was sharing in a text about the 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 breaking news that I had heard him speak on in the podcast, and I had seen some other outlets talking about it uh, outside, like on on another YouTube thing, and so I just I threw it into a text chain about first time, long time breaking news. From the L three podcast, you know, and they're they're that's they're, real though. You came up they're with blow, that, bro. They're, they're blowing up because they, apparently they were on Telemundo the other day during another soccer game when someone shouted them out. So good for them, you know. Hey, uh, Ruben, did you hear about that? Shit, I haven't heard about that. So, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, he's okay, gonna send so, you. They're so gonna ne- send you the video. It's, so next thing you know, so, and, and no, Ruben, check this out, Ruben. Uh, yesterday, Dan- yesterday, Danny's, yesterday, breaking yesterday or the day before breaking news. Danny's watching a game, a, a regular uh, Liga MX game, and then um, the guy who's nar- narrating the game, he said, "I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for L three podcast." Yeah, he dropped. He name dropped them and like, yeah, he he name dropped them and then, I guess, yeah. Dude, that we need that shit in a fucking uh, sound clip. Need that shit playing over the. That's just how Danny rolls, bro. Danny's been putting in that work with that. Yeah. Danny, big. Danny. No, no, no. It turns out that Danny's been putting yeah. in work since uh, the guy from Pete's. Um, have you listened to the? Yeah, previous but I don't podcast? know who the guy from Pete's is. He used His name to... is James, right? I don't. I don't I remember. Think he used to, uh, okay. I remember him. Okay. 
Hey, Ruben, I, I always picture you as the guy that came in and took over the entertainment. Like you oh, took. Oh, that's not how I'm bad, bro. That's why I fucking. No, no, no. I love that. I feel like I was kind of like just being in the way. I loved it because you, you showed me hella shit, bro. And maybe people didn't appreciate it, dude, but I did. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, Ruben's about to show me Big Mo. Ruben's about to show me fucking Tommy Wright the third. Hey, Ruben, hey, um, I think uh, Sal's phone's about to die, dude. But, um, you know, whenever you want to come on and you want to say something on the fucking, on the fourth kind, dude, like, you're more than welcome to, dude. This is this is your show as much as it's our show, dude. For sure, for sure. I got my, uh, I got my little notes that I've been taking on every episode, but I should have showed you last time I was up in the studio. No hate, just love, like, little side. What I like hearing and shit, what I remembered. I should have showed you that last time, but you know what I'm saying this podcast is just keeping us uh clipped up. Exactly. Hard times. Hey, uh, but we're we're gonna get cut off, Ruben, because uh. Alright, Yeah, bro. Thanks for thanks for coming through. I got one percent on my phone, so if it cut if it cuts out while if it cuts out while we're talking, bro, just know that you you are you you know you're a bit you're you're a big deal over here. Shout out to you. Props for coming through in a pinch and you know coming through and having this conversation with us, talking that boxing MMA talk, and just giving us your overall general. Uh, positive ideas on what you think of the show, and yeah, for sure. But next time you come through, we want to hear the uh, your notes. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that, that's yes, that's how we're gonna grow. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. All right, bro. I'm a, I'm a, I'm up. Yeah, bro. I got one. I got one percent. So I'm gonna let you go. Have a good evening. Have a good night. And I look forward to seeing you in person when you come through on the show. You know what I mean? We gonna call it a night then, man. All hey, right. Hey, thank you, Ruben. All right, thank you again. Peace. All right, you guys stay up. Nice. Uh, Chato, thank you for uh, bringing in all the beats. Turnboy, Turnboy95, shout out. Bandcamp on all his uh, social medias. Follow, subscribe, tweet. Apatzinganistan, you're a fucking uh, duende. We got to fucking look out for you. We'll we got to find you in the fucking forest. We'll see you again the next uh, Lunar New Year. Shout outs to fucking, um, obviously, Ch- Chente. Shout outs to all the previous guests. Shout yes. outs to all the listeners. Uh with you know we're nothing without you so shout out to all the previous guests and to all the listeners that keep continue to listen and, and hear what we have to say and just share stories about times that were in the past so, so we appreciate you for listening to listening to our stories and for those of you that were a part of our stories to share them with those that were not there so you know what there, there's you hey you know what you hey you know what it's a there's a you know yeah you know brother and, and coño were on here and there's a there's a wealth of uh of stories far more than what they shared and that you know there's a lot more stories there that you know we we haven't tapped into that we could have them on again and discuss you know some of the, some of those stories in further detail and and just hear a little more about some of those things because like for instance the time that apparently i you know i fell asleep you know with the with the magazine on my my forehead and oh I, <laughs> And I tried to I tried to be slick and talk to the young lady that was working at the at the. Why? At, Why did they bring that up, bro? Because because yeah, it's fun to climb on Sal, and that's cool. I like. I mean, hey, Sal from the county, don't get down like that. Every, everyone likes Sal to, from the county, gonna get back at you. You know, bro. everyone like you know everyone. But yeah, I don't know. But it, but it's funny because you know what? Those guys conveniently, those brothers conveniently left out a lot of stuff from that story. That I, I'm not gonna bring up right now, but they conveniently left out a lot of things from that story that could be brought up, and it's cool, you know. I'll be the cl- I'll be the clown today. That's all good, you know. It's my turn. 
Shout out to Chente. Um, you know, he's 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 uh, he's he's one of the first people I met uh, that I that introduced me to the to the to what became what later would become the Fourth Street. Because uh, me and him were taking uh, English English ninety nine together with uh, Professor UPS at the time. What does that mean? That, that's that's because we can't say his name, but Professor UPS. He used to work at UPS. Professor UPS was well, no no no. So you can't just say no. That. I can I can and I did. But so he was. He used to work at UPS. The professor that we had the class with used to used to work at UPS. Oh, so so he wasn't making enough money as a teacher. He, he was a part time professor for English. Oh, so he full time so, UPS or whatever. Yeah, at City College. Yeah, and you knew he, and it was funny because he would come in with the brown shorts and the in the hat, and he would he would put his prof- please drop a name. He would put he please would, drop a no, name. he would put his hat on backwards, and that's how please, you knew he was a professor. Please drop because he would name, wear it forward bro. when he walked into the room, and then and this was back when we were out in the what do you call what do you call the classrooms that are like uh, this is you and Chente? Yeah, but what do you call what do you call the classrooms that are out in the back? Yeah, it was the portables. The portables, know. yeah. We oh we weren't God. even in, we weren't even in a real building. We were in portables for English, and it was and I and I just remember because I did you learn from this? I country? just remember it was interesting because I either always ended up somehow sitting behind Chente in class or next to him, and uh, Chente was always in his books, and I I always respected that because I think I I wish I would have been more in the books like Chente because I I remember. I remember him sharing the story about when the when the Chola guy stepped to him, you know, and asked him where he was from. Obviously, because he was he experienced oh yeah, it was just that, yeah yeah he but, experienced this by himself. But I remember hey, listening. Chente, like real talk, bro. You didn't have to fucking come on this podcast, bro. Thank you for like supporting us, dude. Thank you. Yeah, you're you're, awesome you're, dude you're a big deal. You're, you're a, a big deal. Big deal, bro. But it's funny because I I remember being I remember being uh, at school and he would always. He would always be on campus, or not always on campus, but I remember one time I remember being on, I had never been on campus as late before, and I and I think I ran into him, and I want to say it was him and Noe, in the in the library, and this was like at like six o'clock, seven o'clock at night, and I had never stayed on campus that late before because I would always finish my classes and leave and go to work or do something, and I remember seeing him there at that late, and I was like, wow, you. you you know, you guys are still here. And I remember he kept like, I was trying to talk to him just to say what's up. But he was real like, he kept it kind of short and professional because he was busy studying. And I, you know, that was pretty cool. Like he was always about his business and he was in his books. And that's, 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 that's to be commended and respected. And so that's why I, you know, he's, he's, uh, he is who he is and he is where he is now, you know, because of his commitment and dedication to, and his discipline to his craft. And that's pretty cool. I'm gonna ask you a question. It's a random one. Okay. Who was the guy at City College that drove a Viper? I have no idea. That was a professor. There were I don't know. Somebody drove a Viper. It was a fucking teacher. Okay. But, um, okay. So you you brought in Ariel, you brought in Conyo, you brought in Chente. I didn't bring anybody. I asked people who who were interested in 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 having a conversation. Uh, but and, how did you having... explain it to them? Because obviously we we didn't have any any uh, any guests, dude. Our 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 first episode was uh, supposedly our first episode was Johnny and I, Johnny B, mm-hmm. and we were interviewing um, Danny B. Yeah, about how to start a podcast. How to start a podcast yeah. because he was successful in uh, L three Pod. Yeah. And he had tells from the head. Yeah. And uh so he was going to help us with our podcast 
Okay, no, well, you know, you you had mentioned that you you wanted the you know the three the three of you had decided to try to give a podcasting a try, and so I figured I I wasn't necessarily gonna come on as a guest, but I you know I would reach out to the people that I I remain in contact with, and so after the first episode, we I think we said how how Konyo got eighty six from somewhere, and so I I texted him and said, hey, you would you be interested in coming on and talking about you know whatever. And he said, "Yeah, he was down." So he was down. He came on, and then after that, I just texted. I th- I, I would shoot out the the text here and there to see how people felt about being on and having conversation that was going to be recorded. And you know, those that came on were cool with it. Did you tell him that we had mentioned that he was eighty six? Uh, so, no, because no. it turned out it wasn't true. Yeah, no, I did not mention that part because he. But he heard the podcast and he wanted to speak his truth, and so that was cool too. Shout outs to uh, Konyo. That was uh, shout outs to Konyo was... moving to moving to Salem where the witches are in uh, in two weeks. Yes, he'll be out there fighting them. Shout outs to uh, little Benjamin Bottoms, and uh, um, it, it's cool that Konyo was down to uh, be on the second one because we we only had one, you know. And yeah, he could have been like, "What the fuck? This is fucking stupid." Yeah, no, nah, he, he that was cool. He, he was cool. He came through. Brother came through. It just so how did how did brother come come through? I, he also heard the first episode, and I just texted him and I said, "Hey, how would you feel about calling in?" Because I call I called in on the first episode and I said, "You know, I know, I know he's out there quarantine locked down." So I said, "How would you feel about calling in just to just to be a part of it all?" And he said, "I can do it on." He said, "His only days to do it were on Sundays and Mondays." And I said, "Well, that's perfect." I said, "Because Sundays is the day they do it." He said, "Yeah." So I said, "Okay. Well, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have uh, someone reach out to you, and they'll finalize everything to let you know when to call." And he came through, and that was cool. You know. And and um, so when I when we first did Chente, my first uh, uh, the blooper reel, if you could call it that, I said Chente uh, all the way from Texas, and he wasn't in Texas. He was uh, somewhere in. Uh, he's. I think he's. In, uh, uh, what, what oh, Port Port Wainimi. What is a port? What? Port Port Wainimi. Yeah. Like, these are the people that I wanted to interview, dude. This is why I wanted to start a podcast, dude, because, like, we know people like Chente. We know people like George. We know people like Noe. We want to hear what they have to, what they have to say, what they, what they think, you know, their different perspectives, you know, because they're the ones that are out there. They're the ones that are out there and they're the ones that are a lot smarter than us. That's for damn sure. Um, and I think it's always good to to hear other people. I mean, regardless of their intelligence level, it's always good to hear other people's perspectives on different things because that's how we learn and grow. And so, for sure, uh, I these are people that I these are uh, I think to myself uh, when wise people like like them speak, smart people listen. And so I like to think that I'm a smart person, so I listen to them when they have something to say because those are wise individuals in my book. And those are people that they have when they have something to say, it should be valued, at least in my opinion. I can't speak for everybody, but so being that they're that they're being that they're, those are the three individuals that brought me into this group, uh, into this collective that would become the Fourth Street. Um, I, I I put a lot of value and weight on what they have to say because without uh, Chente and George and and Noe, I would have never met anyone else, because you know. That's just how that's just how it would have been, you know. And and it's funny because you know George was talking about uh, when he was at the height of his uh, of his what do you say his zeal, you know. I mean, I I, I, t- I texted him because I said you know I remembered all the stuff he was he was all about like super 
super all kinds of nonsense and it was you know but that's that like he like he also mentioned this transformation you know we were all one way at one time and we may no longer be those same individuals because we change and we grow and we transform we evolve we mature we do all these things and so it's just it's just funny because we we evolve i think as a as in, as like you mentioned earlier as individuals and as friends and as as people that have known each other we've all evolved and changed and grown and matured to you know to a certain extent over time over the time that we've known each other and so uh it's it's always i think that's what makes that's what makes this this friendship interesting and very unique as well and worthwhile also um because yeah, I mean, we've all seen each other go through different things and and be a part of that in in whatever way we could be to you know support and be with one another, and it's cool. I mean, yeah, I think it's uh. Sal, I want to say something to to you right now, and, it, and don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. And it, and it's and it's in a in a Nas hip hop okay kind of way. Okay. It says uh, best friends become strangers. It's that. unfortunate, yeah. No, because I agree with that too. Because I've had, I've had. What do you say? He says, uh, he says, uh, a thug changes and love changes, and best friends become strangers. Wow. You, yeah, you I do. Exactly I do know because that. I've had best friends that have become strangers, and it's unfortunate. But that's also something that happens in life. Uh, and it's you know, you, I, I personally have learned to accept it because I don't gotta like it. But I gotta. It's real, and so I have to accept it. And it's a thing that's happened to me. So, in that sense, uh, that's why that particular lyric touches me because it's true, and I've lived it, and I've seen it. And so that's why I'm also equally blessed, and I'm also I'm also equally. I'm. That's why I also value the friendship that I have now. I don't know. I don't know. Shouts to uh, Skimbliss, uh, Anchor FM. The, the little the little fairy in the forest the little duende the little duende hey you know what it, it's a it's there's a lot of there's a lot that's why that's why i was trying to say before there's a lot of content there's a there's a lot of uh there's a lot, how they say rich rich stories to go into because i i feel like uh when you had a brother on you know he 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 touched he just skimmed the surface of, of some of those stories when we went to hollywood and we did all that and uh you know, you were there, I was there, Patinganistan was there, and there's so much more to all those stories, you know. And we can go into we can go into so much more detail about them that I think will probably be more interesting than just how, how it came out, you know. So it'll be cool to see, you know, to get not only because we heard it from perspective, we heard it from you know brother's perspective, and now we can hear it from everyone's perspective because you know we all went there to go visit him, and he was kind of the guy that knew hollywood and none of us knew hollywood but we went there to go visit him and just see what was out there get drunk act the fool and so now you know we can hear each other's story about what it was like to be out there and act the fool and just be silly and have fun you know and just be out there you know do you remember uh selena and brenda's party on uh 10th yeah at, at uh at, i was i was at selena's uh apartment 10th and uh williams yeah I remember that. Between Williams and yeah. and uh, San Salvador. Yeah. During that time, dude, we were partying. That's bro. all we did was party. And and that that's a party that stands up that stands out to me. I think you know I'm why not... you know why it stands out because it wasn't at our apartment. 
Because all the parties, all the parties, it was a good party, bro. Oh, it was. They did a good job. No, they did. They did a good job. We did a good job. No, if anybody came over, we did a good job. No, we did. No, they did a good job. I don't mean to. I don't mean to talk wild or crazy or nothing, but we did the best job. And I think this is gonna be me being bold and maybe talking a little too much, but we did the best job. And yes, that was a good party, but that was like trying to be a Fourth Street party because I when I. Cause that was the only one time I I can remember ever yeah. going there and have you know I don't know what I don't know if that party was so epic that they got kicked out I don't know maybe they got kicked out no I don't know but I'm saying that's possible right like cause I, I when I look back like we should have got kicked out of our apartment like hella times dude the manager like no matter what we did it was all good even 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 uh, the managers uh, will go ahead and call her her sidekick you know she was she was good with us too yeah. And the next thing you know, we're able to, you know, just do what we wanted to do 24-7, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Yeah. Wild times. It was crazy. Wild times. After the 4th Street, where did you go? That's a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question. Obviously, I'm I'm dealing. I'm I'm a conspiracy theory guy, Johnny B. Shout out to Johnny B. Shout out to Johnny B. I would like to hear what he has to think about all this. We're, we're conspiracy guys, dude. But uh, that's besides the point. But you're a realist, dude. Let it, like, the the no, I'll tell you. Dude? The realist is just to to embrace that you have no control. Embrace that and be comfortable with it. So we have to adapt with whatever they give us. Um. Well, no, you can, you could, or you can decide well, to. We could be innovators. You could be innovators. You could decide to 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 not follow the curfew and quarantine and all that stuff. But there's consequences to that, and you have to be comfortable with the repercussions of those consequences. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a tough. It's a tough. It's just to just. I think you have. I mean, people have to be comfortable with knowing that there's no guarantees and there there is no. You are not in control. It's really what it boils down to. I think you know you have to learn to live in the chaos and the madness sometimes, and you have to learn to embrace that. And it sounds it sounds a little um, off putting sometimes because it's it not sounds survival of the fittest. And that maybe that's really what it is, right? I mean, it very well could be, you know, which is unfortunate. And and I and I had a conversation. Well, I had a conversation. They should, but you know what? I had a conversation with the friend of the with the friend of the show, and uh, it was it was. Uh, I had a conversation with this gentleman, and he was telling me like when I said that to him, he was very put back by it. You you told him survival of the fittest. I no, I told him you know what? Yeah, I'm, well, I told him something along the lines that like. Eventually, we're just gonna have to go out there, and if 
And if someone, someone's got to die, someone's got, I mean, there's no control. Someone's got to die, you know, and that's unfortunate, but that's life. We're, we're all going to die sooner or later. Eh? We, none of us is going to live forever. I don't care what anyone says. What did you, what did you mean by somebody go out there? Huh? You said somebody's got to go out there and eventually, well, we, what does that mean? Somebody's going to go out there. No, I mean like, well, we all, so eventually we, we all have to continue living our lives. Like we can't be, I mean, we can't so be locked up in a. To whatever the circumstances are. Exactly. No, no. But you have to adapt to the extent that you're comfortable with adapting. If you're if you're comfortable with adapting to living in solitude, in solitary confinement, then that's how you adapt. And you just never go outside again and have contact with other people. Why, why, why would that be an example? Like, like, because there is a virus out there that, that there's a virus out there that doesn't care one way or another. Whether you adapt or you don't, it could possibly kill you. So you as the individual have to make the decision. A choice. You have to make a choice that you're either going to live in. You're going to have to live in and adapt to living indoors without the contact of other individuals, or you're going to take your chances and go out there in the world and see what happens. Either you're afraid or you face the consequences. Yeah. And, and we might get canceled after this. Well, we're you, definitely we're, not, we're definitely editing we're, all of this out. We're not we're not allowed to fucking give uh, coronavirus uh, advice unless we follow whatever the fuck the health department says. You know. Yeah. No. I mean, we're definitely gonna something. You know. But so you're saying that either we fucking we face the fact that yeah, like this is real. Oh no! It is not. Risk it. No, it is. Or this is real, or we hide. It is real, and you, as an individual, have to decide what you want to do. Whether we risk it or we hide. Yeah. I wouldn't say hide. You either you either risk it, or or, quarantine, or you quarantine, and you learn to live in solitary confinement. But but okay, so let's say I. I'm not saying either one of those choices is good, but those are the choices you have, whether you like it or not. So quarantines means forty days. Quarantine. Well, until I think quarantine comes from quarantine. The word quarantine comes from forty days, right? Or I could be wrong. No, you might be. No, I'm sure you're right. Quarantine sounds. That sounds like either forty or fourteen. Something. something Either way. Either way. But yeah, those are those are your options because that that the virus is going to last a lot longer than forty days. You know. I mean, okay, I I understand the uh, that if. Everyone was to stay inside their house and not talk to nobody for forty days, and apparently the virus would die out because it wouldn't have a carrier to take it to spread. Because you would either have it, it would go through you, and then die, and then it wouldn't pass on to nobody because no one was able to carry it to someone else because everyone was just by themselves. Um, but but as a, as an individual, we acknowledge, and I'm not trying to put words into your mouth, but I'm saying like. We realize that this is real. No, some people don't think it is real. But no, I'm saying you. Do you think? I believe it's real. real. Yeah, it's real. There's a real virus out there. Yeah. There, uh, I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say that. I didn't think it was real. I talked to Chente. I talked to George, and and these are people that are able to like, you know, tell me what they're dealing with. Uh, George said he went to 16 funerals. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, dude. That's a lot. That's a, That's lot. a lot of fucking funerals, dude. Yes. And so when he, when he's going like, dude, mask up, you know, all of that, dude. Like, 
my my perspective fucking changes to you know what I mm-hmm. mean? But uh do you I wanna I wanna ask, do you see any foul play in this shit or as a realist that I think that you are south from the county? What do you mean foul play? There's a lot of foul play, if you ask me. Okay, what 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 if it what about it is foul? You think the the death tolls are exaggerated, or the people that are sick are exaggerated, or what is the part that's not? I think it was released on purpose. Ah, uh, you know it doesn't that at the, at this point it doesn't matter how it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how it got out. It's that it's out now, and it's either gonna get you or it's not gonna get you. And if it gets you, you could possibly something happen or nothing may happen. And, and, either and, way, either way, it's a mind trip because there's no guarantee. There's no guarantees one way or another. And and obviously, I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to promote anything, but that just shows my ignorance. That just shows my gut feeling. Mm-hmm. That just shows like where I come from mm-hmm. since like 2007. Since you know being familiar with Apatzinganistan, sharing the same beliefs. Sharing the same information, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm very, uh, I'm very skeptical, and and this is the reasons why I like. In a sense, I don't build a family or anything like that, dude. Because I'm like so skeptical of like the people in charge, dude. I don't trust them at all. So when you know like. Maybe you could help me with that, you know, like when people talk about like who they voted for and, and they're so fucking like optimistic about who they voted for. I'm like, dude, this is fucking bullshit, my bro. Like, this is fucking like I told Chente, left wing, right wing. Same bird, yeah. It, same bird. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, this is where I'm going to this is where I'm going to say that I, I think that's why it goes back to just realizing that. Have, becoming uh but George but George brought up a good point that we realize the system is not working okay yeah but he also said to like burn to the ground and start all over but okay but until that happens until that happens what because more than likely that's not gonna happen because we talked about this earlier in this podcast that in France they're burning the mother down and that's only happening in France because people in what was it Missouri think the people in California are sheep so I don't I mean I, I don't know. I mean, there's no, there's no one's burning nothing nowhere, at least not here in California, anyways. I feel, I feel like, and I'm gonna say this because I want to bring it out. I feel like everybody's too divided around here to come together against the real enemy. And uh, I don't think it has. I, don't I, think... I think I think I know who the enemy is, and obviously other people are gonna disagree with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where we stay divided. That yeah. we don't, we don't, we don't consider the, we don't have the same enemy. You know what I mean? We, 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 we each have our opinions. Yeah. On what's wrong with the system, and I'm, and I'm glad that George was able to come on and be like, you know what? We realize that the system's not working, dude. Mm-hmm. We gotta start all over again. And I remember saying, like, you're thinking Fight Club. Yeah. You're thinking burning everything down. Yeah. And then he said, "That's a that was a beautiful image." It is. It's a brilliant movie. And, and, it's, and but that but it's a. I mean, until it's real, it's a fairy tale, right? So I mean, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful image. It's a beautiful ideology. But no, I mean, I, I don't see anyone burning nothing down. And until I see that, 
I'm not. That's not a. I also brought up with George how uh, we were talking about uh, um, we could call them martyrs. Okay. Jesus Christ, Malcolm X. Yeah. I brought up Colosio yeah. in Mexico. How these people die, and I mentioned to George how nothing changes. These people die, and everybody's inf- influenced by these people when they're alive. But as soon as somebody points a gun to their head, shoots them, and they're dead, everybody goes like, we have no leader now. We're just going to go back to what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, can you share something about that? Or I could try. I don't know. I think there's very few people that are willing to, to make the ultimate sacrifice for, for I don't think there's a, the level of belief is not quite there from a lot of people. And there are very few people that are willing to give that ultimate sacrifice for their beliefs. And that's why they are remembered and become, and become martyrs because it's only them that were able to believe in whatever they believed and to the extent that they were willing to give their life for it, regardless of the cause, you know, cause not everyone gives, not everyone, you know, based on your perspective and your opinion, you may not necessarily agree with why that is. You may not necessarily agree with that individual's beliefs and why they gave their life for that belief, but the fact that they did it, because ain't no coming back from death. So at least not that we know of yet. So when they're willing to believe in something so much that like this is it and I ain't coming back from it, that's why it's so profound, and it, I think that's why it means something. But but that also because you know. Death is the, the what it, it's the number one fear is uh, public speaking and death is number two. So, so death, That's funny, huh? so death is the second most scariest thing to ever. Well, from studies, death is the second most scariest thing to people. Uh, public speaking. Public speaking is number, number one. one. Number one is public speaking. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean that's why. It, t- it takes a lot to. I mean that's why that's why certain wars never ends, right? Because it's a, it's a belief. You know, it's a, we had a discussion one time about what is truth and what is belief and why do you believe what you believe in this and that. And it, that's exactly what it, I mean, cause that's a never ending thing and it's different for everybody. There's no different, different, different people can believe the same thing, but for different reasons. So it's, it's based on the individuals, why they believe what they believe. They may agree with this other individual about that, but but it's the why that is very unique for them, and so that's why certain. That's why certain like the what is it, in Israel with the Palestinians and the Israelis, those brothers you know Christians and Muslims these are wars that are going to go on forever, because it's a belief. You know because they believe so strongly, in whatever it is that they believe that it's going to go on forever because you can't you can't kill a belief, you know what I mean. Unless you do genocide, unless you try to do genocide, which I'm sure, which is a thing that has happened in uh, in wars, but I mean, that's a that's a topic that goes somewhere different, you know. So, yeah. uh, are, are are we getting too deep, or is this something that the fourth kind is? This, are these topics that we can discuss so that other people can hear and acknowledge that it it, it like in, if you ask me, we all have different perspectives. Uh-huh. Danny B has a perspective. Johnny mm-hmm. B has a different perspective. 
Ruben has a different perspective. Afghanistan has a different perspective. Uh-huh. South from the county has a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus has the perspective. Like, and and we are able to come together as brothers and fucking, you know, respect one another. Yeah. You know what I mean, but but the world. No, they're not, they're not, you can't. It's hard to it's hard to agree to disagree because a lot of people can't. I, I remember asking Ruben in the last episode if you had one wish, what would you wish for? And he's like, I never had any wishes. You know, like I can't remember of any wishes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, you're supposed to say, uh, world world peace. Oh, world peace, yeah. You're supposed to say that. That's the automatic. Like, dude, you're not supposed. That's the automatic. Yeah, no, the automatic answer is you wish for three more wishes. Yeah. So, so world peace is never gonna happen. Huh? Not in my because life. Because we we differ. Not we in my differ not in my so lifetime. Much. So so the human and, and just and it goes back to us and, and personally you and I through text. Mm-hmm. You know. Maybe bumping hands like we will never uh, uh, come up with an answer to like to a solution, you know. To yeah, conflict is some... just a part of human nature. I don't. I don't know if it's a part of human nature, but just some some things just are. Some things. Some it, things. it is what it is, and 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 but 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 you see what I'm trying to get at, dude. It's like, dude, we like. There's no. There's no answer to what human what reality is. There's no answer to like how we how how can we please uh, the the Silicon Valley uh, uh, entrepreneur and how we can how can we please the Amazon nah, you can't, Brazilian yeah nah, uh, deep in the forest well, yeah because uh, you can't please everybody that's that's please, for sure you can't please so everybody somebody has to somebody has to fade away. No, a I certain would, civilization no. has to fade away for the rest to. Exist. No, I wanna, I wanna say, uh, I wanna, I wanna go back to what George said, and you have to have a level of acceptance. You have to have a level of acceptance, and just uh, it's beyond me how it all works. I don't have the answers, and I'm not that smart. But it's a uh, none of us are just, that smart. But, but just, we're obviously, uh, you know, this is the kind of podcast we are. You know, we are exploring these questions, dude. We yeah, I mean, uh, I think there's got there has to be a level of acceptance and understanding that uh, you know, not yeah, it's it's about acceptance and understanding, and people. I don't think that that's something that's going to happen because uh, because of it's, prejudice. It's no, because it's uh, it's 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 hard to ag- to agree to disagree. You want. I don't know if it's human nature or I don't know what it is, but there's something that you, the other person has to agree with you or you can't be, I don't know if it's a lack of respect. You could be very right. I think it's a lack of love because like, let's say you or Danny B say a suggestion for the podcast mm-hmm. and I disagree with it, mm-hmm. but you guys are so important to the fucking podcast that I'm just going to be like, you know what? Like, dude. You guys are important to the podcast, so yeah. I would, I would, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like it's uh, that makes sense because to a certain extent, to a certain extent, love is sacrifice. Yeah, love is a lot of different uh, things, and I think to a certain extent, it is sacrifice. And so, yeah, in that in that context, yeah, something 
if you didn't agree, but you know, Johnny B and Danny B agreed, then if you did sacrifice so that they could have what they wanted, that would be a, a that would be a demonstration of love. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I think we hit on something. Uh, obviously, it's not the answer to everything, but we could at least it could uh, be could be. It's hard to love. It is. I don't. Well, maybe it's not hard. Yeah, it is hard. To, it's hard to love. It's hard to sacrifice. Yeah, both, both of those. It's not hard to love because when you love something, you you just love it. Some people would argue that that's not a thing. Some people would say that, that you can't, you if, don't. If, dude, if I look at a beautiful woman and I love her, I just love her no matter what she does. All right, okay. So the problem comes when she want, when she asks me to sacrifice something in order for me to continue to enjoy her love and that could be wrong obviously we'll edit that out because that sounds hella corny and shit but i'm just trying to get at something no i mean you could be right i I don't know because because obviously like i look at her i'm gonna love her automatically because that's just she she hits me in the right places you know like her like visually I just love her. And maybe she talks and I love her even more. And maybe she moves and I love her even more. And then after a while, I'm just like willing to sacrifice anything in order to continue to enjoy that presence. You know? No, that's possible, right? But that's one, that's your definition. Right, right. So tell so me not your ev- definition. So not everyone, not everyone's definition of love is like is that you know. So so tell me. So I, you know that I'm not. I couldn't tell you what my definition of love is. I, you know what I. But that's, do you, do you understand? What I understand I'm, what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, I understand, I see where you're going with that. But once again, that is not not everyone is going to have that same definition of love, and not everyone is going to relate to that. You know. Mm-hmm. So maybe not everyone is going to be willing to say. But you just said that I see her, she's beautiful, I want to be with her, and I'm willing to sacrifice these things to continue to have this well, interaction her, with her. Her is obviously a metaphor because I'm, For sure. I'm yeah. a male. Right. And obviously yeah. I'm, I'm No, yeah, that's metaphor. understood. That's understood. But so that's why it's like that is a it's an understood context that yeah, but not everyone could not everyone would may may or may not be willing to to make those sacrifices that you're saying, like I love her, I see her, I want to be with her, and I'm I'm willing to sacrifice to continue to have this interaction with this individual. Not everyone may be willing to make that that same decision as you are. I feel like uh, the 4th Street pushed and tested our boundaries. Oh, I, I agree. You know? I agree for sure. The, the fucking 4th Street fucking, like, dude, they it tested us. Where we're trying to get sleep, but we can't. Where we're trying to get peace and we can't. Where we're uh, trying to have a clean clean spot and we can't. I want to say maybe not all of us would have accepted these things, but because the the whole accepted it, the rest of us that may not have been a little more cautious and skeptical just kind of had to roll with it. And so um, I think that in that sense, yes, in that sense, it was, it pushed us out, it, it yeah, we had to embrace the chaos for sure. And, how, 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 in, and I think no, but I, but I I think that that's that's very essential in because uh, I think embracing the chaos is is healthy to a certain extent. I mean, I don't know that necessarily living in chaos is something that's 
uh, I don't know that necessarily living in chaos is what someone's goal would be, but being able to being able to uh, to act and live in that kind of environment is is definitely uh, I'm sure it's it, it can it can help you prepare for other things in life for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that I knew what was going on while it was happening because like I said I describe it as a blur mm-hmm. but looking back at it we accepted chaos yeah I remember just the chaos and anything went yeah. I don't remember people no, not no. being allowed and like nah I, just remember, I remember anything there were no rules and so there, there, yeah there were no rules there, and anything went All rules. everybody came and left and as they pleased and yeah so that's what i remember it was it was chaos yeah pretty wild but we'll just say that whoever is interested in coming on and and sharing their perspective of what it was like to be a part of that and have experienced some of the parties and just tell silly stories i think like i'd be interested to hear their perspective now if if i mean you know and that's just to say anybody because it's going to not everyone necessarily wants to come on to a podcast exactly. and share their story. So exactly. if you can find someone that's willing to do it, by all means, have them on and just let them share their perspective for a little while. I mean, why not? I think uh, I, th- I, th- I think we got a, a lot of content here. Yeah, I hope so. But yeah, uh, so like this is badass. We have so much content that we could work with. Yeah, I hope so. I think so. It's badass that you're here. Yeah, thank you for having me. And thank uh, you for shout out to Patsinganistan who came through last minute out of nowhere. Um, yeah, it was a it was an experience for sure. When, when was the last time you hung out with a Patsinganistan? It's been a minute. So I mean, well, yeah. You, I mean, yeah. As long as you, as long as we can keep it going, we'll keep it going. I mean, like you said, it's it's just to find people's level of commitment to it, you know, and just finding that it works for everyone. That at least you know, someone is always available to be on and have some good conversation for sure. That's gonna be the hardest part. Like like I think we spoke about before. It's, it's just you know, not everyone's, not everyone wants to talk all the time, and not everyone you know, so it may be difficult to find people to come on. So that's why, you know, if you've got people that are willing to come on and share a little something, hey, we have an open mic available for you to, to share your perspective on what it was like to be a part of this thing of ours, you know, at that time in our lives. Because, uh, you know, we're not we're not those people. I, I know for myself, I'm not that person anymore, you know, and that's why I like that episode with George, because he was speaking on transformation and growth and, you know, maturity, because, you know, the individual I was when I was 24. 6, 27, 28 is not who I am now, you know? And so I think transformation and, and yeah, it's, 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 I don't know. I, 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 some of that is conflicting sometimes because it's nice to, it's nice to reflect and reminisce and go back. But at the same time, you know, we have to look forward and, and look at the, look at the future. And so I feel sometimes that we, we kind of, we kind of gravitate towards the past because, you know, a lot of those memories are good memories, but why can't we create new memories? You know, why do I need to reflect on this? I'll just create an, let me create a new memory with, you know, some of these individuals as opposed to reflecting on stuff that happened already. You know, like I can't, you know, you can't, I can't go back to that. You know, I can't go back to that. I can't relive it. 
I mean, as, as nostalgic as it is to talk about it. But we're all still friends, so why can't we create new memories and tell new stories? Because that's the thing, too. You know, so I, I think it's it's a it's good to reminisce, but it becomes a little dangerous when you become too nostalgic about it. And that's why I like the episode with George, because he, he spoke about transformation, you know, because, yeah, we, we you know, the individual that gentleman was is not who he is now. Just like a lot of us are not the same people we were, you know, five years ago, last week. You know what I mean? Like. And I think this is what's good about this podcast, too, that we're able to connect again. Yeah. No. Most uh, definitely. And uh, Sal, thank you for being a part of this. And uh, No, thank you for including me or allowing me to be a part of it. Uh, you were you were at the Crepvine. I was. Well, thank you for thank you for allowing me to be a part of it and for allowing me to be included in this. You were uh, uh, part of the initial four, which is Danny B, Johnny B, Sal, and and I having breakfast, talking about a podcast. Are, am I missing anybody? Was it just us? Four? No, it was just us four. I think yeah. I think we have plenty of content. We're gonna go ahead and end right here. Uh, Sal, uh, anything you want to say? You want to give out your, I just uh, give your sh- links? I just want to give a shout out to to Danny B, Johnny B. Wish you were here. We'll make sure you're here the next time. Uh, shout out to Turnboy ninety five for all the all the all the soulful beats and sounds. A shout out to to Ruben B for calling through in the pinch and coming through with the good uh, MMA and boxing conversation and. Uh, Dropping some of that French Montana knowledge that we all need from time to time. And uh, Apanzinganistan. R.I.P. Chinks. R.I.P. Chinks Drugs. Uh, Apanzinganistan for coming through. It was un- uncalled for. Un- uh, un- not uncalled for. How do you say it? It was unexpected. Unexpected, but he came through and that was cool. So we'll see We'll see when the stars align again for him to come through. <laughs> but yeah, man. All right, guys. Uh that's just how it goes. Uh, fourth kind, we're doing it, and we're gonna keep on doing it. Fourth kind podcast. Stay tuned. Yeah.